action that you take now is going to be a little bit foggy. There's going to be a little bit of a lack of clarity because rarely do you have the full vision in front of you for what you want to do when you take that first step. I would say the majority of the time you might have a general idea, which then refines and changes over time as you step forward. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. We're going to be discussing short-term steps that you can take that fuel your long-term vision. And so these steps are things that you're going to do in the now, but actually you're going to carry them forward to continually doing them through the duration of going after the goals and the things that you want to go after. Now, I want you to just envision what your goal is or one of your goals, one of your big goal sets in front of you right now. What do you want to do? Where do you wanna be in the next year, five years, 10 years? What is that goal? And as you think about what that is, I want you to understand that in order to walk that out, there is action that you have to take in the short term to fuel that long-term vision. Now we know that logically, yes, we have to take action, but sometimes we can get so caught up in the planning phase, in the strategy phase, that we don't execute because before our dream is ever off the paper, We've written it off because we start second guessing, we start overanalyzing, we start crunching numbers, we start thinking about the resources and the things that we have within our hands to do. And we're like, I don't know if I really have what it takes to execute on this. So when I take action, it's coming from the place of, yes, step forward, start to walk in what you wanna do. And it's with the understanding that the action that you take now is going to be a little bit foggy. There's gonna be a little bit of a lack of clarity because rarely do you have the full vision in front of you for what you wanna do when you take that first step. I would say the majority of the time, you might have a general idea, which then refines and changes over time as you step forward, but you're never gonna get to that place where you wanna go unless you start to take the steps forward to do that. And so you might think to yourself, well, I don't have everything at hand to really walk this out. I want you then to peel back the layers of then what can you do in this moment, in this season of life, to take action towards your dreams and goals. And you might have a lot of things coming at you. Maybe you work a nine to five, maybe you have young children, maybe you have teenagers, maybe you have to care for a family member or a loved one of some kind and you feel like my time is limited, I don't really know how to step forward. As you pull back the layers and you decide what is within your capability to step forward in now, you have to make a conscious decision that regardless of whether you have that full blueprint ahead of you, You're gonna focus on these next steps that you have to walk out. You're gonna be faithful with these next steps because these steps that you take are then gonna open up doors for the next steps and the next steps and so on and so forth. And it's not gonna be that smooth, it's not gonna be that seamless, but it's understanding that part of taking action is doing so through faith, through trust, through the belief that you might not have the skill set that you need right now to be at that level that you long to be at, but you're gonna develop that along the way as you go. And you don't have to be perfect to take action. You don't have to have all of the pieces to take action. You just have to take action. 
The second thing that you're going to do to take these short-term steps is you're gonna manage your time. It's so easy to feel like, gosh, I don't have any time to do what I wanna do. But then when we, if we really were to put our schedules under a microscope, we could probably find some time where we're scrolling on social media or we're consuming media or something somewhere, sometime that we could really delegate more towards the action of what we wanna do. I know for me often I've looked at my schedule and I'm like, I'm so busy, I have all these things going on and I don't have time for my own things because I'm busy working on other people's projects or things. But the reality is there is sacrifices that I can make in my time. There is reframing that I can do to my schedule to carve out time towards my dreams and goals. And it just takes intentionality to be real and honest with ourselves about where our time is really going and what we're really doing and how we can maybe learn to multitask a little bit more, get up a little bit earlier, stay up a little bit later, delegate certain days or weekends or time or whatever works for you to work on your dreams and goals. But managing your time is going to be an important piece of the journey. So I want to encourage you to do an honest evaluation on your time. The third thing I'm gonna tell you to do is be consistent. Now, consistency is hard because as we're working towards our dreams and goals, we might not see the fruit of our labor. We might not see that traction that we long to see. We might not see that progress. I even think about this when I'm thinking about losing weight and exercising. It takes, in my mind, way too stinking long to see results sometimes for the action and the effort that I'm putting forward. And this is true of our goals as well, but we can't be so focused on results when we're working towards our dreams and goals that we allow that to detract from the consistency that we know we need to be feeding day in and day out to really see the progress towards our goals. And consistency sounds well and good. Sounds like it should be something that's easy, but when you are weighing out where your time is best spent, and you're looking at the thing that you're not seeing a lot of traction on, it's easy to cut those corners on our dreams and goals and the things we're going after because it doesn't seem like our time is really getting us anywhere, our consistency is getting us anywhere. But I want you to just stop for a moment and reframe this in your head and take some time to really think, how can I be consistent with what I have within my hands to do in the moment? If you're an author, can you spend 10 minutes a day just consistently writing. If you want to be a content creator on social media, can you take 30 minutes out of your day and focus on content creation? If you are a speaker, if you are, you know, you want to be a business owner and sell a product, if you want to open up a nonprofit, whatever your big dream and your big goal is, I want you to think about how you can consistently every day carve time out of your schedule to work towards that dream and that goal. Because although it will often take us longer to see results than we want to see, it is so far greater and better that you consistently work on it and eventually get to that place where you're seeing the fruit of your labor than if you just have a million ideas that you've gone 20% on and just left on the floor because it didn't seem like you were getting anywhere with those goals. So whether you're gonna gather up those millions of ideas or the one that you have in front of you now, I want you to take that daily consistent action with that. And that doesn't mean that because you pick up an idea and you're going at it that things never change. Part of what the goal pursuit is, is refining your vision and your goal over time because as you grow as a person, your character, your growth, your internal development, that does affect the goals that you go after. And so the time that you are investing in going after the current goals helps to build and fuel those bigger and bigger goals that you're gonna go after. Number four, find the beauty where you're planted. 
and I'm going to talk about this from a different angle than maybe I have before. So if you've heard me talk about finding the beauty where you're planted, don't hit pause or ignore. This is important. For so many years when I was pursuing goals, I was really obsessive in the sense of like, I just knew I things needed to change in my life. I had bills to pay. I knew I was made for more than the job that I was working. I was frustrated. There was a lot of discouragement and despair and defeat. And there was a lot of frustration in the process of pursuing my goals. And when I moved or transitioned from this place of obsessing over my purpose and the fact that I wasn't living in my purpose to focusing on what I could control, what was in my within my grasp, grasp to do, what I could take action on, what I could be consistent with, when I began to see the beauty of where I was, when I began to decide to become the beauty where I was planted, where I wasn't seeing answers and solutions and I was going to decide to be a solution, that is where all of this pent up energy of obsession and frustration over not living out my purpose began to really reform and reshape me from the inside out. And this is powerful because especially if you're a type A person and you're ready to go, 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 when you're not seeing the results from your goals, it can almost become toxic inside your mind and your heart, which is very easy to do. So what I wanna encourage you to do is just not go one more day in that obsessive mindset over these things that you can't control, these results that you can't control, and instead see the beauty of where you're at right now. Who are you becoming in the process? What is God trying to teach you in the process? In your quiet time with him and you're pouring out your heart to him, begin to really dive deep with God and really seek out his heart and who he is. And he's gonna show you who you are in the process. And even if you're in a dry season where you feel like you're not hearing anything, keep cultivating that relationship with him. Keep going at it. There will be fruit that comes from that self-discipline of, of making that time with him a priority, which then leads me to my next point. Show up and be a solution for someone somewhere. So often when we're questioning, what do I do? What's my purpose? What's the grand scheme for my life? Where is the gold that I have to give? What is it that I have to offer the world? You can find that through showing up for other people. If there's a nonprofit in your area that you can volunteer with, or even showing up for your own family, showing up for a friend, being a friend to somebody who's lonely and hurting, it is so important that our lives are not just about us and what we can get and what we can receive, but about what we can pour out and how we can serve other people. There is a lonely mom out there that needs you as a friend. There is somebody that needs your prayers. There's somebody that needs what you have to give. And there is plenty of harvest available for you to pour out, but you have to be looking for it, asking God to bring that person to mind and seeking opportunities where you can serve and grow and give. I know for me, one of the things that has really burdened my heart is just knowing that there are souls out there that don't know the love and the redemption and the healing of Jesus. And so my heart's just been so burdened for the loss lately and how I can show up to help other people know Christ. Again, how can you be a solution or an answer or offer the gifts and the gold that you have on the inside of you to someone else? And my last point, manage your expectations. If we have these expectations that we are going to hit a million followers in a month, or we're gonna earn $10,000 a month in the first two weeks of our business, or whatever the expectation is for whatever our goal is. We're gonna lose you know, 10 pounds in, in a week. If we have these expectations, it can really derail 
our momentum and our fuel to go after our goals. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying to dream small or, or dim your light or not fully show up. I'm just asking you to understand that so often we underestimate what we can do over the long haul and we overestimate what we can do in the short term. So I wanna encourage you to manage those expectations. And that goes back to a previous episode. If you have not listened to my previous episode about pursuing your goals from contentment and peace, I encourage you to listen that, to that. Because really the heart of managing your expectations is understanding that while our, we're pursuing the goal, while we're going after it, we're doing it from a place of contentment and peace. Because we don't, in this journey of pursuing our goals, want to constantly be in despair, discouragement, and defeat because we're not meeting the marks again and again and again. Because that's what goal pursuer, uh, pursuer often feels like. Feels like we're going after it, but we're not quite there yet. We're going after it, but we're not quite there yet. Or we meet a goal, we enjoy it for like a moment, but then we're already thinking about the next goal. And I get it, it's very easy to do, but we really wanna manage our expectations to the place of, yes, there's this hunger and a desire and a burn, for more, but you're also going to think about the place of peace and contentment that you're gonna live in in the process, which is really going to be that true fuel that keeps you going for the long haul and helps you to have that stamina and endurance because irritation, agitation, frustration, that can fuel you for a short amount of time, but what it ends up doing is destroying you from the inside out because if you don't manage these negative emotions that sometimes we start with, and reframe them and turn them into positive things like contentment and joy and peace that surpasses all understanding, then what initially drove us will not be what we're able to sustain for the long haul. So we wanna manage those expectations. We wanna be real with our mindset and really move forward in a way that's gonna help us stay the course. Number seven bonus tip I wanna add to short-term steps for the long-term haul is really to focus on healing from the inside out. So often old traumas, old wounds, limiting mindset and beliefs hold us back from really moving forward in the way that God has for us because we're just so caught up in the past. So I wanna encourage you, whether that's going to coaching, counseling, therapy, extra time with God and the Holy Spirit, a pastor that offers counseling, wherever you can get, even a friend who you know walks in wisdom and vision and is really focused on living life from a healthy mindset and perspective, getting that inner healing so that none of these things from the past continue to trip you up and you can really move forward in a healthy, strong way. So that is it for this week's episode. Until next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth.